Yo, welcome back to the DRM Podcast. I am your host, Eddie, and today we have a special guest, my brother, my friend, Kevin Gill. Let's get right into it. Yo, welcome back to the DRM Podcast. I am your host, Eddie. I'm really excited about today's episode. I have a special guest, and his name is Kevin. What is up, y'all? Eddie, I actually just want to take a moment. Thank you for bringing me on your podcast today. Praise God, man. You're welcome. I'm really excited. Kevin is spirit-filled. He's part of our Deeply Rooted team. He's our prayer anchor, lead. He does a lot, so praise God. But um, this is going to be really fun. We're going to discuss double-mindedness. And uh, Kevin, I believe it's something that needs to be talked about today, Mm -hmm. right here, right now. Um, because that is the one thing that really, I believe, one of the major things that prevents us from walking in the blessings of God and receiving his blessings, receiving all that he has for us, right? And so uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to allow you to kick it off, man. Uh, start off with whatever verse is on your heart, and we'll go from there. Amen. Well, Dude, honestly, you are right. (laughs) Double-mindedness really can't hinder a man, right? Here's why. Okay, so in James chapter 1, we're going to start from verse 6, go down to verse 8, right? Mm -hmm. It says this, But let him ask in faith nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For he, or for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Right. And so just like the thing about that is, dude, like there's a lot of places that that goes. But really, first of all, if you ask for something in faith, but you're wavering Mm -hmm. on that, right? your mind, when your mind is double-minded, you're going in two directions. Mm -hmm. And how can God give you something when you kind of want something from either end, right? So you're even just limiting him in that way. Wow. And so just to start that off, right? Man, that's so good. You know, I love love that you brought how it it takes you into two different ways. Mm. Because the, the way I like to think about it is that oftentimes we get in the Word and we, we pray or we, we, we want something that, that is spiritual, mm-hmm. but we try to obtain that with worldly methods. Yes. And what I realized, man, is that worldly methods cannot sustain heavenly things. Mm. That's good. And that really wrecked me because I was like, man, first of all, the Word of God says that I have received everything that I need for life and godliness. Yeah. That's a promise. That's a yes and an amen. And, and I know that for myself, Kevin, I can get really pumped up. And I can, I can quote scripture all day long. But oftentimes the, the next step that I take is, is trying to figure out, okay, how do I do this? Hmm. How do I receive this blessing? How yeah. do I open that door? And... Obviously, I've had to do some root work with the Lord on that. But for me, the the double-mindedness that I experience in my life, man, comes from fear. Mm. From fear of missing it, not doing it the right way, 
maybe I didn't, maybe I prayed, but I didn't listen right away and I missed it. So I don't know. Have you, have you experienced that? Dude, you're right, <laughs> right? Yeah. That double-mindedness is stemming from fear alone, mm. right? Because the thing is this. Um, there's a thing where it's like, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I was double-minded on something just earlier mm-hmm. this, like in this season of my life where there was like a female and I just didn't know what to do about it. Yeah. Right. I didn't know, should I pursue? Should I not pursue? And then I became double-minded about it. Mm-hmm. And then there was fear in that. Now, what I thought I was double-minded on specifically was, should I pursue? Should I, should I not pursue? Should I just walk away completely? Right. That's what I thought I was double-minded on. Okay. But really, it came from a whole other set of double-mindedness. Mm-hmm. When you are double-minded in trying to follow, like, when there's anxiety or there's peace, yeah. here's the thing. Anxiety is death. Right. Okay. Come on. The word says that, in Romans chapter 8, verse 6, I believe it is, for to be carnally minded mm-hmm. is death, Come but on. to be spiritually minded is life, life and peace. And so I wasn't just double-minded about just something in the natural. I was double-minded in my spirit. Wow. Okay. And when you're double-minded in your spirit, you are unstable in all of your ways because you can be peaceful one day or peaceful one minute, but the minute something comes up, you're anxious. Man. You are in fear, right? How do you choose? Right. Right. God gives you the option. He says, I have set before you blessing or cursing, yeah. right? Life or death. Mm-hmm choose life. (laughs) It's literally a choice as well, right? And so we can either step into the carnal mindedness that we've been born into, Mm. or we've been reborn into a spiritual mind. We can choose the Holy Spirit. We have the mind of Christ. Mm. Jesus came to give you life, Right. right? And so there's more I can say on that, but what do you got? Man, no, that that's so good. I mean, I, I've been there so many times where my day, if I'm not walking in the spirit, it's like a roller coaster ride. I got mm. them highs, I got them lows, I got them straight paths where it all is good. But again, if I'm not walking in the spirit and choosing to be led by the spirit, I am, I'm either going to be doubting every single thing. I'm going to be doubting if I'm even listening to the Lord. I'm going to be doubting with my decisions. It's just not going to be good. It's going to be death. Yeah. And, you know, something for me that that, that really helped me overcome, I should say not overcome because it's, it's still a process. Yeah. Right? We're growing every single day. But something that has helped me mature in this area and to be more attentive of, of where I am and if I'm being double-minded or not is this, you know. Um, last week I talked about vain imaginations. Mm. And I talked about how if we're not careful, we will let these thoughts that we're thinking about um, produce death and it keep us in the cycle of death. Mm. 
And what I mentioned was that obviously the word says that we can hold our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Again, it's a choice. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. And so something that the Lord spoke to me uh, regarding this was this. He, he said, Eddie, the best way to combat unbelief or double-mindedness is with the word. Right? And we know that in Romans 12, it says, renew your mind. Right? Yeah. It's a process. And so oftentimes, and I, I'm not, I don't, this is me. This is what I do. Oftentimes, you know, in the morning I'll wake up and I'll be like, Lord, I thank you that I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above and not beneath, you know, that, that I'm prosperous, that I'm, 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 I'm blessed to be a blessing. All these things where I quote the word and the next thing that I do is something that um, counteracts that, something that, that goes against what I just said. And that's being double-minded, right? Yeah. And so the Lord was like, hey, I love you, but stop it. Stop stop doing that. Like, why are you doing that? I, You, you didn't even give me an opportunity to, to speak to you. You didn't even give me an opportunity to shower with my love. You didn't even give me an opportunity, right, to meet you where you're at. And you, you know what another thing about that, too, is like, Sometimes we try to give him that opportunity, mm. but we are allowing our fear Come on. and even our own words yeah. to hold us back. Man. We were just now talking, like before we started this podcast, we, <laughs> slightly we were talking about the importance of our words. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Man. called me stupid. <laughs> he did. Uh, and then he said I was double-minded. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay. I love that you were talking about, man, God's word yeah. in this situation, right? God had me meditating on this today. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful mm. and sharper than any two-edged sword, That's piercing good. even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of Come the on. joints and marrow. And listen, listen and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Come on, Kevin. Right. When you find yourself in that situation of double-mindedness, not only just what does God have to say about that, Mm -hmm. right? He has a direction for you. He knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you. Mm -hmm. He has the plan for you, right? And a lot of the times we are in that. Like, I am in ministry. Okay, I'm helping with Deeply Rooted. I have um, a Bible study on Saturday nights, which has become just very important to me, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You know, serving within freedom, serving at uh, the Andrew Womack Ministries, right? I have a field right now that I am meditating on, Mm -hmm. but I can let something, even something that's good, distract me. And when I want that thing, I can become double-minded in that. Yeah. What does God's word have to say about that? Mm, come on. And so what do you do about that? Another thing that he showed me, still in Hebrews actually, Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Yeah. Right? Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and every sin which does so easily beset us. Mm, The weight is the care of the world. Yeah. 
The weight are distractions. The weight is burdens, anxiety, fear. And then there are sins that can, these things easily, and the NIV says, entangle Mm, us. They hold us back. Right? These things, when they come, it is our own lust that Mm. entices us. And we become double-minded in that. Come on. Between life and death. Come on. The root is in your spirit. And he, he says this. He says, and let us run with patience Come on. the race that is set before us. So God has a race that's been set for you to want to run. Right? Yeah. How do you run that? With patience. How do you hear him? Sometimes you need to be patient and yeah. be still and hear his voice. Be still and know that I am God. Amen. Now, how do you do all of that? (laughs) Man, there is a weight, there's a sin, and it's telling us, Paul, no, that's not Paul, somebody in Hebrews is telling us, (laughs) lay aside, cast it away, the weight in the sin. How do you do that? Verse 2 says this, looking unto Jesus. Unto who? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. NIV says, fixing your eyes on him. Come on. Right? You don't have to fix something unless it was broken before. If yeah. your gaze was broken before, he says, fix your gaze mm-hmm. upon Jesus. Because here's the thing. When you're with Jesus and you're in his presence and you're in the fullness of his joy, there is no division there. You are one with him. drinking from the river of his delights, the one who satisfies you completely. Come on. Right? Yeah. He is the author and the finisher of your faith, and who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, Mm -hmm. despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. What is that? That is victory. Mm. Stop looking at the weight and the sin that's behind you. Yeah. And look to the victory that is in front of you. Choose to be spiritually minded. Come on. Man, I don't even want to go next. That's so good, bro. You know, something that that the Spirit just brought up was going with that. Because (laughs) all all that is great. And I 100% agree with that. But something that that I believe is key in this, and I could be totally wrong, but I'm going to share it anyways, is that a lot of the times, a lot of the time, uh, we have false expectations of, of maybe, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way, okay? Let, let, me, let me get real with you. Mm. When, when I said yes to moving into this building, I had pictured, envisioned, thought out how everything was going to look like. And then I added the word of God to that. Mm. And then when that didn't come to pass the way I wanted it to come to pass, guess what happened? Double-mindedness. I was going back and forth. And something that the Lord revealed to me during this process, Kevin, was he said... And we, heard, we actually heard this. You looked at me on Saturday when Pastor Joe said this, when he said, um, he was talking about 
He, I think he was talking about God's promises. I don't know how he said it. He said, "Oh, I wrote it down." He said, "I think it was like something along the lines of something like God said He'll do it, but He didn't say maybe." <laughs> okay, no, Matthew it? seven, Matthew chapter seven, verse seven: "Ask and it shall be given right. you. Seek and you shall." Fine. Mm -hmm. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And so Pastor Joe, he said, it doesn't say when, but it doesn't say maybe. Exactly. So that the Lord really was was sharing to was speaking to me on that. And he was saying, Eddie, you easily get to a point where you're double minded because you put false expectations to my timing to how things are going to work out or how things might not work out or what those people might say, how they might respond. And I was like, dang, Lord, like take it easy on me, you know, because it was it at that time it was brutal. It was it was what I needed to hear, but I didn't want to hear it. And so he reminded me that when 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 you stand on the on his word and you cast those cares upon him, you, you need to make sure that you also give them those hidden expectations, those things that you're guarding. And you know what? That works, especially with Hebrews 4.12. Come on. Yep. When it says, you know, God's word is a discerner of yep. the thoughts goes back and to that. intents of the heart. Yep. Right? It's going to bring out the ugly in you. It is. Yeah. It will. But it does it to bring you closer to him. Come on. So when you do put out those expectations mm -hmm. and then you add the word of God to it, you eventually realize, oh, this isn't lining up. Yep. And who are you going to choose? Exactly. There's a double mind that yep. is there. But who are you going to choose? Jesus. Jesus. Yep. So, yeah. So that that's, it, it's work. It's work to discover that. Right. But but it's it's completely worth it. And one of the verses that the Lord, one of the many verses that the Lord highlighted to me, Kevin, was Ephesians 320. Hmm. It says he will do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask, think or imagine according to the power that works in us. Which for me, gave me peace of mind. Hmm. OK, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be double minded anymore. I, I'm believing for these things. And your word says that these things can and will come to pass. But I'm not going to have any expectations anymore. I'm going to back off. And even if I don't see it, I know that you're working. You're moving. Right? And um, there's so many scriptures that he's given me, Kevin. One of them, really, really popular verse, you could say, faith without works is dead. Right? Yeah. And, and that one is, is key, man, because that, that is what will help you overcome that double-mindedness. Yeah. Knowing that, man, just because I don't see it happening right now, or just because it doesn't look how I thought it should look like, doesn't mean that you're not working. Or doesn't mean that you're not faithful. Doesn't mean that your word isn't true. No. In fact, it's the complete opposite. Just because I don't see it, you know what? I'm actually going to trust that, that, that you see it. <laughs> you see this issue. And, and you're working and you're moving. And so, yeah, man, double-mindedness.
You know, I love that you're talking about expectation as well. The Lord just brought this to my remembrance. Mm -hmm. There's a scripture, Psalm 61, 5. Yeah, 62, 5. Mm -hmm. says, my soul waits. Yeah, wait. My soul wait, you upon... Wait, what? <laughs> King James, y'all. <laughs> my soul yeah. wait, you only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. Mm, come on. Right. So when you're seeking him, and the thing is, man, like a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways and he should not expect to receive anything from God. Yeah. Right? (laughs) He also says, you have not because you ask not and you ask, but you don't receive because you ask amiss. Mm. You put your own expectation in there, which is from the world which Come is on. out of your lust, which is from your flesh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, man, the thing about that, something that the Lord showed me was, dude, you could, when you, do, oh, my goodness, hold on. <laughs> it's a Holy Spirit moment. Dude, it's Holy good. Spirit's really just ministering <laughs> to me right now. Come on. Um, where is it? I, I don't even probably need to find it right now. But it says, you know, delight yourself in the Lord mm-hmm. and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. Everybody skips the first part. Yeah. Right. Say that one more time. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Everybody skips the first part. Yeah. The thing about that is they never look at the second part or the mm-hmm. first part. They never look at it. You need to delight yourself in God. Come on. Because the closer you come to God, the closer you come to the Spirit, the more the lust of the flesh leaves you. Yeah. Right? It drops off of you. Come on. I need to go to the Scripture now. You know, while you find that, I, I want to say this one thing, because if you guys heard my, my episode last week, I was really passionate and... Uh, yeah. Um, anyways, that came from a place of of finally realizing that you know all all these all these fancy titles, all of these like sweet five point like speeches and and episodes and kind of making them like you know captivate people's attention. Like they're all great. But I, what I realize about most of these Christian podcasts, and look, I love podcasts. I'm doing one, right? So I, this even goes for me. A lot of the times we can give how all of these things have worked for us and what the Lord has doing is has done it and what he's doing. But at the end of the day, Kevin, the solution is Jesus, right? The more I spend time with Jesus, Come on. the more everything is about Jesus. Amen. Goes back to him. The Bible, the Old Testament, all of it, yeah. it's pointing to Jesus. Right. 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 And so, man, I'm about to actually get into that foundation. Go for it. Right. Um, but yeah, delight yourself also in the Lord. He shall give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, Psalm 36, 7 through 8. This mm-hmm. is one of my favorite scriptures says, how excellent is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. Come on. They shall be abundantly satisfied. 
with the fatness of your house, and you shall make them drink of the river of your pleasures. Mm. That word pleasures can be translated to delights. Yeah. And so the closer you come to him as you abide and delight in God, as you abide and delight in Jesus, mm. you are drinking from a river of satisfaction. Come on. Of delights. And so really what God showed me when it comes to just being double-minded, he said, Kevin, I need you to pick one. Be carnally minded or spiritually minded. Mm. Pick one. Pick a place and firmly plant yourself Ooh. there. <laughs> Come on. Okay, deeply rooted. Yep. So I said, well, of course I'm going to pick to be spiritually minded. Yeah. Okay, Lord, like that's not a question. I said, okay, <laughs> well, now we made that decision. So you're picking life in peace. Yeah. You're picking Jesus because Jesus came to give you life. He came yeah. to give you peace. Said, okay, now what, Lord? Said, all right, now in this decision, when it comes to this person, what do you want to do? I need you to pick something, yeah. firmly plant yourself in that decision alone, and don't waver in it, and I will work with you. Mm. Okay, I will lead you, I will guide you, but if you are just going to go back and forth, it's only going to torment you. Yeah. That's Ooh. how the enemy comes in. Come on. Okay. But even in any decision that I could have ever made, he said, Kevin, to be spiritually minded, you're running a race that's been set before you. You're looking unto Jesus. Mom. Right. So that's, man, he has been ministering to me. I didn't even know we were going to do this. Okay. <laughs> um, Luke chapter 6, verse 46. Mm -hmm through 48, okay? It says, And why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Mm. Okay. Who's your Lord <laughs> in this moment? Who was exalting themselves? If there's something exalting itself above God, yeah. cast down that vain imagination, for it has no place. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus. And he says, whosoever comes to me and hears my saying and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. What does that sound like? Tell me. Faith without works. Mm. Right? <laughs> Go to James chapter 2, 15 through 20, real quick. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. Right? And so... He says, I will show you my faith by my works, yeah. right? He says, you need, don't just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer yeah. also. Yeah. So when you are doing it as well, that mean, that's showing you have made your decision, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, this is what he is like. He is like a man which built a house and digged deep mm -hmm. and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Yeah. There's a lot of things there, but that sounds like a battle. There was a stream wherever he placed, 
Because in the next verse it says, But he that hears and does not is like a man without a foundation, built a house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that great house was great. The only difference there is how what how were you planted? Mm. Right. But in both occasions, in both instances, there is an attack of the enemy. Mm. Right. Man. Kevin, we're going to stop here. <laughs> we're going to do it. No, 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 no. We're going to do a part two. We're going to okay. break this up because there's a lot more that I feel that the whole Oh, there is. To share. I was just getting started. Yep. So we're going to cut this episode here. Thank you for listening. And uh, we're going to we're gonna uh, just stop this episode and make another one. And then we hope you guys catch us on that one. All right. We love you. And we'll see you on the next episode. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Well, thank you so much for listening to part one of our conversation with my friend Kevin Gill. Stay tuned and we'll get started with episode number two.